All right, guys, you know that this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Happiest. Happiest is your number one place to go for premium CBD products at a fraction of the cost. This is perfect for any first-time user and for the veteran user. There's no THC. It's locally sourced and third-party tested, so you don't have to worry about paying for any fancy celebrities or a drug test. These guys have something for everybody, and I personally enjoy their products. In fact, my favorite one's the Sleep Aid, so go check them out, happiestmed.com, H-E-P-I-U-S-M-E-D.com. Right in time for the holiday seasons. Again, go check them out, happiestmed.com, and have fun. Okay, guys. Uh, It's time for me to introduce my next guest. And before I do, I wanted to give a huge shout out to everybody who's following me on Instagram, who's following me on uh, Facebook. If you haven't joined my Facebook group yet, the Thinking Project group, please do, because it's an amazing opportunity uh, to get to know local entrepreneurs, to connect with people who've been on the podcast before. And pretty much if you've been on Facebook for a year, I accept everybody. So make sure you check that out jump on that. Follow me on uh, Instagram, excuse me, Facebook and Clubhouse at Dalton K. Jensen. I'm I'm trying to keep everything consistent. I do want to let everybody know that there's a website coming soon. That'll be uh, put together here in the next few months. Um, But just to make everybody aware, this is going to get really big and really exciting really quick. Um, To introduce my next guest, I got to have Gabino Grimes on. He's a legend here in the local hip hop community. We had an amazing conversation. I was actually introduced to him uh, by Dre Rocca, who, as many of you know, uh, has been on the show before, and we had an amazing conversation. Gabino did not let anything down because we also had an amazing conversation. But uh, if there's anybody that you'd like to see on the podcast that I haven't had yet, just reach out to me and let me know. But this one is a banger, and you guys aren't going to regret it. So please, without further ado, welcome Gabino Grimes. Welcome, everybody. This is Don Jensen, and you're tuning into The Thinking Project. to meet you finally it's I'm a glad pleasure. You came on. yeah man i am uh, very happy to be here um i wanted to meet you in person because uh, i as i mentioned on the message i think there's still something to you know that interpersonal yeah dude you know yeah there is something weird like i've done a few podcasts i've done quite a few podcasts like on zoom yeah and it's just different you know there's always like a lag there's always um you know you don't get the same connection and right. you don't get the same stories i don't feel like yeah I've been uh, doing that too, uh, as far as Zoom uh, podcasts as well. But I mean, there's, I mean, still something to that. It's yeah. still good, but yeah. uh, for sure, yeah, yeah, man. Well, I, I enjoyed. I'm happy your, I'm here, though. Yeah, I'm happy you're here. I enjoyed you on the Young OG podcast. Okay, that was fun, dude. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. thank you. I we had a good time. I I know Londo. Um, from way back, we spoke about that on the podcast. Yeah, um, and Lonzo to to get to know him more was a uh, fun for sure. And the, what the content that they're generating and putting out super happy for those guys. Um, yeah, man. and, uh, very, very talented cats that really have like a pretty good understanding of what they want to do. So yeah, the, I heard them on Dre Rocka, the Dre Rocka's podcast. Yeah. Unrestricted. And, uh, yeah, their whole thing is great, man. Yeah. They're a lot of fun. So, um, but let's talk about you, dude. Sure. Um, yeah. 
So you're you're a hip hop artist. Yeah. Um. What what else you got going on? Is that your main thing? <laughs> no. Um. I'm a hip hop artist. I have my own podcast called Short Story Bingo. Okay. Um. <laughs> That's awesome. And then I host uh, the Friday Night Fallout show every Friday on KRCL Radio. Oh, cool. From 10:30 to 1 10:30 p.m. to 1 a.m. with Keith McDonald. Oh wow, dude! How'd you get with? How'd you get into that? I'm always I'm always surprised when people get into radio. Like I like that. Yeah. So Keith and I, um, we have been broadcasting together now for I believe this is going to be six years. Um, excuse me. So he brought it up to me. He was presented with the opportunity because the previous DJ was uh, going uh, going to do another venture, and it was presented to him and. We have our chemistry, and so he presented it to me to help produce and then, you know, be an on-air personality. So this happened three years ago. Oh, wow. Um, and I couldn't jump at the opportunity quicker. We were at a show at Urban Lounge, and he asked me, like mid-show, like somebody was performing, and he asked me, and I was like... I couldn't say it quick enough. I was like, yeah, for fucking sure. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I feel like that would be my response too. I'd be like, hell yeah, dude, let's roll, man. Yeah. That'd be way sweet. So you got into radio, but uh, what, what came first? Like, did, have you always been a, like a lover of hip hop? Have you always been? Yeah. So I've been, I've been rapping for sure much longer than all that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Cause you're a battle rapper as well too. I have. Yeah. I used to (laughs) battle rap for sure. Yeah. Long, uh, pretty heavy. Yeah. Okay. Around the circuits and, and whatnot, but, uh, I started broadcast. I got into broadcasting with my own podcast in 2014. So my broadcasting journey this year will be about seven years. Oh wow, dude! So what what does your podcast entail? What do you do there? Short story being of the tagline for it is I'm a glorified narrator to stories that you have heard and some that you've not. It's like Libro.fm, sort of. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So it's think uh, audio books with the. With a friend that says WTFs throughout. So, like, <laughs> as you're reading the book, you're like, that's not real. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, like today I released um, uh, episode 63, which was the, we I read chapter four out of The Black Klansman by Ron Stallworth. Oh. And, uh, it's the chapter where he gets introduced to David Duke, uh, the Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. And it's um, moving and, uh, unnerving and inspiring all at the same time. Yeah, holy cow! I haven't read that book. Yeah, it's great. A, it's a, did they didn't they make a movie yeah, out of that? Yeah, they yep. made a movie. Spike out of that. Lee joint. Did you see the movie? Oh, right. oh yeah. Was it? As, I mean, they say the book's always better, but was, was uh, the movie pretty close to the book? The movie, the movie is pretty close. Yeah, that's what I'll say. The movie is pretty close. The book, yeah, the book for sure has a lot more. Uh, darker tones okay. uh, because of the hate mongering that happens throughout the the his process of being a part of the Colorado Springs Police Department has come up there. They don't really yeah, touch super geez. hard on that in the movie. Uh, they do touch on that aspect, but like that was a pretty big part, you know, a pretty um, big part. Him coming up through the Colorado Police. Yeah, I mean, being the first uh, African American um, recruit on the Colorado Springs Police Department. I mean, already not being uh, a majority, like being a minority yeah. in that community as it was as a, excuse me alone um, to to boot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but so that's what I do. So I read that, uh, the episode before that I read how the Grinch stole Christmas. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's just fun. It's fun. It's my uh, therapeutic outlet for my comedic side. That's great. Dude. <laughs> and it's, I was talking to my friend about it today, actually, that it's, um, 
I feel like it's a, a byproduct of the Lindy effect at this point. It's just been around so long that uh, it's started to like Dogecoin. Like it, yeah, its yeah, stock yeah. is like, okay, well, <laughs> people are like getting back, you know, getting hip to it. So that's true, man. I, although I will tell you, I bought Dogecoin back in like 2018. And that was the bomb, dude. Yeah. Or like 2019, 2018, something like that. When it was like less than a penny. Right. Like, and uh, that was really cool. Did you get in on any of that? I did. Wall Street Bets guy? Yeah. No, I'm not a Wall Street Bets guy, but I definitely got into some Dogecoin. Heck yeah, man. So I won. You got to, dude. Yeah. (laughs) We all won. We all won on Dogecoin. We we all won on. You can still get in because it's only like seven cents, I believe, right now. Yeah. Yeah. And which is crazy. Like, I got all jazzed. I'm like, it's eight cents. But because when you buy it less than a penny, you're at a penny, dude. Or or like, or a point zero zero two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like two tenths of a penny, <laughs> dude. You, yeah, that's crazy. Once you, yeah, so that's that's wild. But like, the, that's what I'm saying is like, um, the podcast is uh, it's like Saturday morning cartoons for adults. That's good though. Yeah. So like, I yeah, I, I changed great. the structure. Like, I was releasing them on Friday because I had the same mindset. Like, it's fun. Like, it doesn't need to be in the middle of the week. Like, yeah, yeah. Something like hard press, like a news type of thing, you know. So yeah. I was just like, okay. And then I went, so that's the point for having on Friday. And then I just went, you know what? We're just doing Saturday mornings. We're just going to do Saturday mornings because it has nothing to do with anything. It's just, (laughs) except for just to have fun, do your dishes, whatever, you know, you just have a laugh and then, you know, move on. There you go. I think, uh, I, I've always wanted to try like some of the comedy stuff too. In fact, when I was talking with Jerry Rocca, um, they, I don't know if, I don't know if they're going to do it, but they were like, let's do open mic at wise guys one time. Sure. Have you ever done anything like that? I'm, I have not, but I've been told a thousand times that I should. <laughs> yeah. So that would be sweet. Man. Yeah. I, um, I would like to, I think that's yeah. another thing on my list that I'd like to accomplish at least once. Yeah. Um, you just got to try stand up one time. Yeah. I think I'll probably end up falling in love with it. So it's like that Joe Rogan <laughs> thing. Like if I try it, then I'll fucking, you know, dive right into yeah, it and yeah. be like, Oh, now I do this now. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of things on my plate already. So, but yeah. no, I'm, I, I definitely want to yeah, do man. that once. Yeah. At, very, at the very least once. We, yeah. Let's all just, uh, we should all, all do just it. go together. Yeah. I think, cause I think, um, so the, the angel from, um, the other side, the other side of the beehive. Yeah. Dude, they're going to kick my ass when they hear that. Cause I was just on there last night with them. Sure. Um, but, uh, angel from other side of the beehive, Dre and, and I, and now you, man. Yeah. But, and angel knows wise guy, the owner of wise guys. I yeah. Think. That's I what think. I've, I heard that dude. with your guys' podcast. So. Yeah, man. I was like, what the heck? Key stubs, huh? That's crazy. That's wild. Man. That's way wild. <laughs> that would, that, and they did a podcast in wise guys that night with him that's ridiculous yeah it's out of control so what so so what else do you have going on you said you got a lot of you got your bandwidth you're stretched pretty you're stretched pretty far man what else are you doing um that's about it i mean so like my music uh my music and then the podcast and the radio show and then my merch um which i just started um i'm wearing my hat and my one of my hoodies i'm waiting for my hoodie man i appreciate that i saw that yeah i saw that come through i certainly appreciate it um it launched on January eighteenth. Yeah, are you drop shipping mm-hmm. that stuff? Is that like print? Is like print on demand? Yeah, drop shipping yep. stuff. Uh-huh. That's yeah, cool, for dude. now, for now. Yeah, yeah, because like the biggest point is branding. Yeah, I, I want to brand to see if it's gonna live in the ecosystem. If it doesn't, okay. then I can move on. Not yeah, deal, yeah, you yeah. Know? But, but you try. I think I have a pretty good. Um, uh, finger on it and um, I'm, I'm hopeful for for the end of the year and what this all produces you know yeah, and because it's already been pretty cool since I started cool. um, yeah how long has the site been up 
uh, since January 18th. Oh, wow, dude, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> and I've seen over 45, well, you're this 47th order. That's cool. That yeah. is something really cool about yeah. that, dude, when someone buys your stuff online. That's crazy. I like, I, I've sold merch in the past, like shirts and stuff, you know? Yeah. But it was only like one shirt, one design, fucking, that was what the thing was. Yeah. And you buy it at a show and whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But this is like, I'm putting, I, I'm, I have my own ideas that I'm putting on things right now, you know, yeah. and it's like a whole different thing. It's not just like my name or my logo or just like, it's like there's different variations and there's right. different designs. And, um, I have a whole series. Like this is the city tag series. Like there's oh, like okay. nicknames of, uh, towns out here in Salt Lake. And, um, <laughs> I saw it, some of those accents. I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Man. So it's, um, it's a lot more, uh, uh, entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurially motivated and driven. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's a great way to like get branding out there to get yeah. your stuff out there. Cause I think mine looked like the cover of your new or your new album, man. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's sick. And then I was listening to it. I thought that was great. What, what, um, I mean, obviously correct me if I'm wrong though, but I feel like there's like the Batman. I mean, one of not your, wrong. Well, gas started with the, uh, Two Face, right? Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So, what made you come up with that? Darby Hunt is the name of the album he's referring to. Yeah. So, check it out on all your, um, you know, uh, DSPs. Um, in February, I was listening uh, to, or excuse me, I was watching The Dark Knight randomly. I I don't recall which streaming service it was on but it came on and uh i became engrossed with it again like i loved it the first time yeah and um i just resonated super well with uh, the harvey dent character yeah. like i'd really never focused on two-face like ever you know yeah. like he was just like yeah. two-face you know like fuck him you yeah. know whatever yeah. like yeah. he was like just another villain yeah yeah i mean they didn't really do a uh a, a big backdrop on him and batman forever so it wasn't like yeah. I could really uh, bond with that character or whatever it was. And uh, his rise and want for good in the city um, compounded with his immediate downfall and, and being ostracized um, from yeah. the city that he loved so much. Um, I don't know. I, it struck a chord with me. And I was like, I'm going to wrap her his name up and just go Darby <laughs> Hent, you know? And uh, I'm going to make that the focus. Like, um, I love this city. And uh, and I I feel like I got a lot left to give. And um, if I'm going to push my way in. Yeah. Um, and that's just what is it going to be. And if, I, if it seems like with that push my way in mentality like if i gotta take a couple names with me then i will doug you yeah. know that type of shit so that's <laughs> yeah. where that head side like the dent like don't get in my fucking way bro yeah you know? but the dark right. says like you know i say it in there too like my dichotomy is prophecy um like the fact that being on both sides of the fence as far as in business and being an artist and trying to put those it's like a melting pot of worlds yeah. that you're like, okay, well you have to be corporate here, speak King's English, but then also be jive here and do, you know, so it's yeah, like, okay, yeah. let's put this all together. Yeah. I, I mean, I think there's a lot, but I think there's a lot of more, a lot more people, excuse me, that are trying to mi mix those two worlds together because I, I really feel, you know, some of my like favorite, you know, hip hop artists were like, you know, obviously I, I like Nipsey Hussle. Yep. Um, and, but he tried to do that. I mean, he did do that. Not, tried he did do that right he, he was able to like go back into his community reinvest 
he made uh, he had a lot of good principles for business you know that he put on shirts all the time he was like all money in no money out right. and that was like to grow your business and to reinvest in yourself and to grow things from the inside right um but i so i feel like that's becoming more and more common and i feel like that's for the always the better you know what I mean? Absolutely. Because you get you get the best of both worlds. Like you can have fun, and you can. I mean, that's why I tell people like I became an accountant, like to to try to for me, like because I wanted to know the money side and the finance side. Um, that makes sense. And so, but I want, but I'm I'm not gonna go like push buttons behind, dude. You know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> I'm yeah. not gonna go work in that because I I had a, I actually had a couple opportunities to go do that, and I was like, dude, I'm not. I can't do this. I, I want to understand it. I want to know it, and then I want to like go do my own thing and just and not be, you know, personally ignorant to like the money stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. So so I think it's great though. A lot of people are are getting like you know this is a business because as an artist you're the brand right mm-hmm. it's you and you're the business yeah that i agree with you uh tenfold that's the perfect way to say it also to um pump the, to punch that up the darby side is the the like the business side of things i've been doing sales for you know i i, yeah. I say that i've been doing sales since i was six years old and i got the first girl to kiss me so um <laughs> good for you but uh, i i in sales like i've i've been able to speak with like some pretty uh, awesome entrepreneurs yeah. and hear a lot of their stories and how they've come up and, and all that, you know, and a yeah. lot of their um, things that they've experienced and uh, challenges that uh, they had to meet um, goals that weren't attained. And then later on, we're able to, to uh, be able to surpass um, and to gather all that knowledge on my personal like my business side of things and then just apply it to what I'm doing. Like artist wise, I yeah. got the artist part down. Like I'm not, I'm not the best lyricist. I'm pretty good, but like, I'm yeah. not like the best, but like I work my ass off. And so, it, you know, outwork everyone daily. That's the name of the next album. So like, Ooh, and I, and I, it's called Ode and I just released, I just finished recording the single for it. That's just my mindset. Like outwork everyone daily. Like, yeah, that's just yeah. where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel it. Cause I, and that's like the mood that people should have. Cause it, you know, it doesn't matter if you're not smart enough or you're not don't have the experience because if you can work, dude, and, and you're ready to to make some sacrifices, then you can get it done right. for sure. What, what did you? What sales did you do? I have been doing. I uh, the past four years have been, has been in logistics. Okay. Um, and that's been where I've been able to cut my teeth the most. Okay, cool, man. Yeah. So like, um, like trucking and stuff like yep, that. Like yeah, what? like LTL, the LTL world, three PL world right now. So like warehousing fulfillment. Okay, cool. That's how I was at like to get that these print on demand type of stuff. So it was yeah. like, oh man, should I know what it's like to be in a fulfillment warehouse? I know like. Yeah. that type of groundwork so I talked with someone uh, with a consultant and we worked out some margins and uh, there you go yeah <laughs> we're working it out yeah we're gonna <laughs> working it out but ultimately the goal is to um, uh, you know move away from from that yeah I think so I because I did sales oh I'm still in sales I started in like uh, auto sales okay and then went to like um, outside like business to business sales and now I'm on the inside business to business sales but I remember the first time I got my taste for sales and how quickly it turned into like being a business owner and and being an entrepreneur and getting into what you like and making it happen sure because it's, I mean it was like very organic 
You know yeah. what I mean? Because, uh, you know, selling cars to a lot of people, they'd walk in, they'd want a really expensive car, and I'd be like, what do these guys do? Right. You know what I'm saying? And then, and a lot of the times it was like they had their hands in a lot of different buckets. They had, you know, a good education, whether that was like, uh, you know, a formal education or not. Because I met some people who didn't even have a formal education. Sure. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Scholastically, they're on a different, like sometimes, yeah. you know, life's the best teacher. So, yeah. I, get that. <laughs> I always tell people you go to college twice if you end up going to like a formal school school you you go get your degree and then you always have to go through the school of hard knocks you right. always got to get the experience because it doesn't matter it doesn't matter <laughs> you can't take you can't take shortcuts this yeah, is, life yeah. isn't cut and paste yeah and the only cut ahead. and paste actually is the lottery and that's it <laughs> yeah that, that's the only time you can cut and paste you're yeah. like okay now I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> but but then but then it's not even fair with the lottery because a lot of these people who win the lottery don't oh, yeah, uh dude, yeah. I mean they lose it. Or they'll they'll they lose it really quick. They don't know what to do with it. Or they lose themselves. Or they lose themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. quite literally pass away or something, you know? Yeah. They, the, yeah. Because uh you know, money makes uh exasperates the person that you already are and yeah, uh, for real, dude. You know, and if you blow and if you blow it, then you got nothing. Right. And it's that's just so hard. So you got and, to and gulp. The, Jesus. <laughs> think about that, you know, yeah. like just to win like 10 million and then what you get 60 percent of it. So you get six million back and then um, you just don't do it right. You know, and yeah. then fucking see it dwindle down after like two years. And you're like, yeah, that was weird. Yeah. And you're and back then, at the yeah, exact same you're spot. Just back to like tell teleperformance. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, dude. For real though. Dude, that's such for a, that's a weird trip in my head right now. Well, well, but but a lot of people don't get that. And that's yeah. what you know, because like there is something sacred about the rise to how you got there. You yeah. know what I mean? Because like you win the lottery, sure. you win six million dollars, and and it's just money, right? <laughs> but like the wealthy people, like I always tell people wealth or or like rich riches is if you is if somebody took six million away from you what what would you do and uh for for me and for you it would be like we'd be fine because i didn't lose six million dollars because i still have what i know i still have the experience i still have the connections you know what i mean i got the i got the knowledge and i'll be like fine you know what i mean yeah absolutely no i i i agree with you I agree with you. And I think, um, also I, I don't have any fleeting, um, images in my head or, or thoughts for that matter when it comes to how close I am to being homeless. So like at any point, you know, um, I'm that's, it's very important for me to like realize that. And I don't, uh, I don't take, I don't take shit for granted, you know, but I also know that I'll be fine. Like I'll figure something out. I I just know it. I'm just way too industrious with my, my dad. I get it from my dad. (laughs) Like some, we'll figure something out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not, if I'm not emotionally attached to something, then, uh, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you good. just like I'm totally you good. know you'll you'll be able to figure it out, dude. Yeah, I love that phrase. By the way, that's one of my favorite ones, um, is because I feel like the people who make it the most, um, you know, they commit first and then they figure it out later, and then like, dude, do you even know how to do that? Like, nah, but I'll figure it out, bro. Like, yeah. because if you're presented with an opportunity and you even have a kind of an idea, right, you got to jump on it. I can't agree with you. Dude, we're gonna, I'm, I think I'm going to say I agree a lot with you here. So when Dre said on his unrestricted joint that we would have a good conversation, Dre, you don't know what the fuck you just did, man, because we're going to sit here and just be like, yeah, I fucking agree yeah. with you. Yeah, oh, fucking, yeah that's yeah. a great, that's a oh, great idea. You fucking made it. What I was going to say, though, uh, to, to punch that is uh, uh, 
I think it's very important for people if you have like a an idea to make sure that that it goes out and swims in the ecosystem. I, I keep referring to that because it's very very true. If it doesn't, if it's not able to have that experience to uh, try to 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 swim, um, then. I mean, you're just holding on to this this idea that's sitting on the on the outskirts. Like you can put as many floaties as you want on it, have it decked out in the coolest trunks, and it could look like the coolest thing. But yeah. if it's not out trying to swim with everything else, you have you're just not doing anything with what you think that you have, you know. Yeah, and so dude. it's really important to do that to go for what you feel like, even if it's at the moment. Like if you consider it a hobby. That's fine. I always think of like in stock terms, like you have a, a you have a, a smaller stock at the time, you know, but like if you put enough money into it, you're pulling, you know, you're making that stock rise. Yeah. You know, yeah. if yeah. you have enough confidence into it and start pitching it to other people like, oh, you should invest in my stock. You know, yeah. uh-huh. um, yeah, it's dude. very simple. Analog- it's a very simple analogous. But uh, yeah, if you have something that you want to do, uh, fucking do it, man. Yeah. If I can do it. Oh, if it's absolutely. you want to go back to school, I love hearing stories about folks that are over 50 that finished their fucking bachelor's first. Or um, yeah, I was just saying earlier, like someone that's 74 and just got their doctorate. Yeah. Dog, if that's what made you happy, bro, yeah, do it. I don't give a f- gal, guy, whatever the fuck, you know, just yeah. do it. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, because- you have one trip. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have one trip. Yeah. And leave a lasting legacy. Try to make some sort of generational wealth to some degree and uh, try to help out who's going to be behind you because, um, you know, we're but but an yeah. eyelash in the uh, stratosphere of life. So. <laughs> Dude, it's true. I think that's a lot of uh, important messages, you know, for people like uh, I always I have a coin up there and I, and I carry it around every once in a while. But, you know, it's a memento mori. It's remember you will die. Right. And and Marcus Aurelius said, if if you were, you know, live every moment like it's your last and let that um, dictate how you think, say what you think, say and do. And uh, yeah, because if you knew that to, today was your last day, like, what would you do? And that's like a, a trippy question for people. Well, they, they would do all these things, right? They would go travel or like they'd hop on a plane right now. And I'm like, well, dude, well, like what's, you know. I don't know what's stopping you, bro. Cause like you can do a lot of things. It's just not on top of your priority list. Right. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And, and it's like, <clears throat> like starting a store, like how easy was it for you or difficult? Was it for you to question. do like a, a, a print on demand Shopify store? Um, a lot. It was a, it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Let's start me cool. preface with that. Cool. It was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. The, the biggest obstacle and challenge that I was met with was um, me. And that's why I'm saying, <laughs> that's why I'm saying, like, if you're just going to do something, then do it. So, like, I, um, even though I have an album out and I do all these other ventures and things like that, like, I still have that um, stage fright sometimes, you know? So, like, I was just like, okay, well, I, I want to like legitimately not just do merch. I want to do like a line, you know, like, and how bold of me, you know, how (laughs) brazen of me to like, think that I could do something like that, you know? And so after I got past, um, my own, uh, mirror, um, scolding, uh, I, 
said, let's do it. And so it was me. It was, that was the biggest challenge was me. Um, to actually hook up with like uh, Printful was very simple. Um, Did you they, do that through Shopify? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Cool, so if you're thinking about it, do it, man. I mean, uh, there's yeah. a bunch of, uh, there's um, Printify, I believe too. Um, there's a, there's a, a couple different PODs yeah. that do that. But um, just go, I, I would say for sure, like make sure you have you don't have to be meticulous in your uh, calculations, but I would say um, have a logo for sure. Yeah. Um, have a point of what you're doing, like the like clothing you're pushing. Yeah, 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 yeah clothing yeah. you're pushing. Um, if you're trying to like do a line, and I'm still very new to this, so like take that for what it's worth. I'm listening. To, <laughs> I listen to far more people than I talk. That's for damn sure. But, um, and I would also say. Uh, Make sure that your funds are are correct because you do have to pay for you know the material up front. Uh, oh really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so you don't have to pay for. So when you say pay for material up front, what does that mean? Um, it's so like, uh, well, if you're not if you're set up your store so that you can f- uh, pay up front first because oh, you get okay. paid from it you know like you'll get it's like you made it I see to, what you're saying yeah, yeah like yeah, you I paid you know what I'm saying but yeah. I don't want you to wait so I pay for it already oh I see what you're saying do you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah 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 you pay them and then you get yeah, the difference and yeah, yeah. Then okay. I'll, but I'll get the, I'll get the, the the margins like in like six days or something yeah but okay, I don't want cool. you to wait Right, right. I mean, you can. I can wait, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would just yeah. say that's what I, those would just be some big things. But still, if you don't have the money, just wait for those p- things to come in. Just do it. Just do it. Just uh, go to those websites and um, and start designing. That's a big thing too. Yeah. Just start designing. Just yeah. start designing. And you I, can, I was doing it for like eighteen months, like a year and a half before I even like I really? had a, yeah I had like twenty five. I was like, dude, I should really do something with these, you know. Like, <laughs> I was like, damn, because I was gonna start just like making them for myself, which I did initially and then i was like i was showing i would be at places and folks i definitely would have like folks be like oh that's pretty neat or whatever the case is yeah i'll just put it up if nothing else it's my it's my closet so yeah you know if people end up liking it then that's how it'll go so your hat let me see your hat what's it say ragtown so what's significant about that this is a nickname for magna Okay. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for uh, it was the one of the first nicknames for that town. Magna, of course, is uh, infamous for being a mining town. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was initially called Ragtown. Okay. Yeah. That's so, cool, man. Yeah, I've been calling it Ragtown since <laughs> I can. Are you? Are you from Utah? I'm Utah? from Utah. I'm from oh, Magna. That's cool. yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. I had a one of my really good friends. Uh, he was my trainer when I served in LDS Mission. He's from Magna, Elder Barboza. That was awesome, man. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, and go anyway, Magna. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, dude, he was great. It was great, man. He was go awesome. Elder Barboza. <laughs> Carlos Barboza. <laughs> it's cool, man. He's way cool. So, who are some of your um, inspirations for like your music, for your business? Um, for my for music, uh, Royce the Five Nine. He, oh, dude, he's yeah. good and like very like. Uh, uh, um, Underappreciated, I feel like. Very, I think this year he's been, appreci- been appreciated. He just you, got yeah, okay. He got the Grammy nomination. A Grammy that's nomination right, for that's the right. allegory. 
But yeah. historically, he's been underappreciated. Yes. Yes. So I agree with you. <laughs> that, but I did have to make sure to hit that caveat. I think that he's getting his roses he's, finally. Yeah, he's getting what he deserves. And maybe not still because like, but getting a Grammy nomination from Royce's, um, yeah. yeah, it's comeuppance, uh, as it were. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. But uh, Royce, uh, little brother, um, so Fontaine, little, uh, Big Poo, uh, you know, Slaughterhouse, just Slaughterhouse. So Joel, Joe Budden, Royce, and Crooked Eye. Um, That's a big uh, one. Those yeah. guys are good, man. Uh, Eminem. Um, uh, Kanye West. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, Kanye West. Common. A lot of, I love that Midwest sound. Commons get where's Commons from Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. That's right. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna just oh my god, corrupt. Um <laughs> I'm thinking of like rappers that I can just like turn on right now and be like, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's it, dude. Like that's gonna be uh <laughs> um Swallow Members. Okay. Um Jay Z and Nas. Um and that I mean those, that's a pretty good list to start. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah and and you just study those guys and kind of get kind of get your ideas from them. Um more so like uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean I I suppose like the biggest the only the only real artist that like I can even maybe compare myself to like pen wise uh, or at least direction of my pen yeah is like uh like a like a crooked eye or like a royce in the sense that um i want to like leave nuggets everywhere in my yeah, music so like yeah. uh there's double entendres and triple entendres like you want so just trying to be as complex as possible yeah um, by yeah. but also hitting the the snare real clean and um so yeah that's and then also like i like eminem a lot too because of the emotion that he exudes like sometimes yes. there's he has yeah. he has uh he has songs that aren't like lyrically heavy and there's just like a lot of like emotion you know yeah um, yeah man that's not to say i'm on any bar or par level with any of them and then uh <laughs> with little brother i appreciate their beat selection which is to say i appreciate ninth wonder a lot for his production yeah no, Damn, dude, i just i just good, weaved right? a lot just there right you go there, you dude i like that though i mean it it makes a lot of sense and it and um i think it's good for people to realize that you can have multiple sources of inspiration that you can kind of mix and match right uh when i was like when i trained salespeople, i had you know i i would do a lot of like reading and, and research and stuff and you know it's if you copy one person it's plagiarism but if you copy 15 it's research right right <laughs> you know yeah it's perfect it's absolutely <laughs> but, correct but but research is always better like because you want to just bring the best best of both worlds and then mix it with your style and really make it your own um and that's what i like about artists like and that's why i think um when when people you know hear that they're that they're going to be a singer like whatever that means right they're going to go join a band they're going to be a hip-hop artist they're going to uh you know do whatever right people are like what you know that it's kind of looked down upon right because yeah you know you hear somebody start a business and it's almost the same way though you know people will kind of give you the same kind of questions when you want to start a business like well have you done all the research have you figured it out yet and you're like no man i just love what i do right and so i'm gonna go and that's what i that's why i like interviewing business owners and artists and creatives because it's like that passion that comes from what you love uh, is what people see and that's what people buy in my opinion yeah 
I don't disagree at all. Because like Eminem, like the you know now some of his stuff was really like obviously lyrically really good, but yeah, you you only remember Eminem for how like you know mad he is and that was like the for me i like that yeah <laughs> like he's just so pissed he's just and you can hear and you can hear it and and he just you know it, it's very i don't know i like it's that. a very strong admit that he does yeah. like that you can definitely feel what <laughs> he's trying to convey and whether it be uh through uh an emotional outburst or uh, a scathing lyric uh, you can certainly um, yeah, yeah pinpoint where that emotion came from I, li- I like a lot of his skits that he does in the middle of his me too. albums too yeah <laughs> like me too those are hilarious man. yeah they're great dude so well, it's it's like your stuff too though like your merch people buy your story right people buy you yeah yeah like i didn't have a clue what that meant but now that means something completely different right yeah so there's something to it there's a meaning to it yeah absolutely so i mean because there's a million there's a million hats out there with cool stuff on it yeah but if you can put it uh, a story to it or some kind of emotion that you grew up with that increases the value to somebody right no i totally yeah yeah, i totally agree with you absolutely and it makes people look at you different right yeah they might want to pick up your Music. They want to might want to listen. What's this guy? You know what? What's he all about? Right. Yeah. yeah. I think you know what to to go off on that. Um, I don't make I don't make music anymore uh, like I did when I was like twenty five. And what I mean by that is the direction of what I'm doing okay. and why am I and why I'm doing it. I am, my mindset now is like I'm just I'm I'm just preparing myself for when the spotlight is on me. Yeah. So like. I'm going to put out as good a product as possible and strive for that. And I know that along the way, because of the passion that I have and the emotional connections that I, that occur because of it and through my interactions with people, um, that I'll be able to continue to build my network on the outside of Mm -hmm. the stage. And then when this, when the spotlight comes to me having to go on the stage, there'll be enough support from my network of people that I've worked with and talked to and, emotionally connected with that they'll want to see me do well yeah does that make sense 100 percent. so like i it's not so much that i don't want to make a ton of money i do yeah because i spoke about generational wealth yeah but my point with music now a strong point of it is to just be prepared when the spotlight is on me yeah so like be focused on the craft and the art and not worry about competing as much as I did before Yeah, because I would be in such a crab bucket mentality and we all are uh, inherently um, yeah uh and I can go on a tangent like with Jordan Peterson and the 12 Rules of Life. But Oh, dude, because I, I love Where's that. the book? I yeah, love yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, the book's up in my office. Yeah. The, so you guys already know what I'm talking about yeah. as far as a crab mind. Okay, yeah. so I, I don't subscribe to that any longer. I just want to do the best me. Yeah, absolutely. I, and so that's what my focus is. And um, that's how I'm moving forward, like artist wise, like exponentially rather yeah. than before. It was like very, um, uh, it wasn't even stagnant. It's just uh, because I was so much so like in this thought process that I was in a head to head race with everyone. Yeah. That I was so focused on the race and not looking at the finish line. Oh, and, yeah, dude. Yeah. Man. And now I'm just like, ah, you know, I'm just going to I'm just going to kill it as often as possible. And they'll have to notice me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that that it, a lot of people miss that again. Um, and I say that a lot. My wife told my wife told me that I say a lot of people miss that. But I but I think that 
people uh, in general um, who who aren't like who've never created something, a business, a family, um, a brand, you know, um, an album or anything like that. If you've never created something like that, it's hard for you to understand what what you're talking about. And it's and it's the fact that like it's not about competing against other people because. You know, I always thought that in sales and I actually heard one of my mentors say one time uh, he was like, um, you know, when when somebody in sales says, oh, like, are you competitive? And he's like, I, he's like, I want to be the best me because in his mind, he, the way he put it was like, if you're competing, he's like, if I'm not playing defense then I'm not competing, right? Like if I'm not trying to stop you and he's like, and why would I want to stop anybody from doing their best? Right. And so he, he put it that way. He's like, I just, I do me. He's like, I I learn as much as I can. I work as hard as I can. I, I talk to as many people as I can, you know, I run it, I run my own race and then I I get where I need to go. Right. Yeah. No. And he's like, and he's like, if I outperform somebody every once in a while, then so be it. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly where I'm at. So, and, uh, I've already seen it. I mean, I dropped this album December 18th and, um, the last album that, or any sort of project that I released was 2011, which was good. It was a really good uh, mixtape. It was dope. It was uh, really fun to make. And that was the last one that I really had a vision behind though. I released something in 2017, um, which was a collection of songs. It was essentially a playlist. It was a collection of songs that I did for like eight years or what have you. But, Uh um, it wasn't, you know, there wasn't like Like a a project. Yeah. It wasn't, I was just like, I, I, I honestly, it, it's just a throwaway playlist. Yeah, like a but like, hey, I still rap. Stuff. Like, yeah. hey, you guys want to hear some shit? <laughs> but I wasn't really like goal oriented with it. Anyway, yeah. um, with the mindset that I have about this and like just in my life in general, I've turned some real um, key corners. So uh, everything is fun. Everything is more fun than it's uh, a hindrance than it was in the past. Like I, I look yeah. at this all. It's a like this is beautiful. Um, this is the third podcast I'm recording today. Um, oh cool man. so like i i, I just <laughs> very it's just i love it I, that's I, great dude I'm so you're doing you yeah. recorded your podcast yeah i recorded the second episode yep recorded okay. my podcast and then did uh will wonders podcast oh yeah the, i got a text from will will yeah he was like i know i know he's coming over yeah because i'm i'm trying to um well i need to get with you um but i'm trying to sponsor will's podcast yeah trying to just help I, I, i've sponsored a few uh my cbd company has sponsored a few anyway um the the because I, 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 there, there's a whole backstory to this that I don't want to get into because I think this guy, he's probably going to listen to me, but, um, but eventually I was like, why don't I just stop putting money into Facebook ads and like start putting money into like my friends and my community. Um, and that was part of the reason, like I could, you can spend a hundred bucks on a Facebook ad, right. And not really see a lot of stuff from it. You know what I mean? Or I could spend a hundred bucks, 300 bucks, uh, sponsoring a podcast and get, and, you know, and have more connections and have more experiences and, and, you know, and it might turn out the same as a Facebook, but I got more out of it because I was able to connect with people that I would have never been able to connect with any other way. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, so yeah, that I, I like his podcast too, though. I think he does an amazing job with his stuff. Yeah, I've I've known him. Him and I go back a long time. Yeah, so. he's a DJ, isn't he? Yeah, or he used to be. Well, I mean, yeah, he still yeah. does. He still do it a little bit because he's. I don't think talk. he ever lose stuff like that. So that's just that's okay. just speaking too finite to me. You know. Yeah, so I think yeah, I, yeah. I, he, it's a passion he does when he if he wants to do it he can I pick it I, up and yeah do. he can do whatever the fuck he wants to do but uh, <laughs> he, he historically has done DJing a lot yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. okay cool I like that though I like you know 
because for me, it's about building skills that yeah. you can fall back on and have a, like a, a wide range of skills. Yeah. Um, cause I, I, I don't know. And maybe you tell me how you feel about this, but I subscribe to like the, the Jack of all, like a uh, Jack of all trades, master of none. Right. Like I know a lot about, I know a little bit about enough to be dangerous. Right. But I don't know everything about one thing. Um, and I, I like playing in that field a little bit more. I, yeah, I'm right there. Okay. I, that's why it's, I think it's, I think it's much more uh, advantageous to uh, know a lot about or know a little about a lot than know a lot about a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just always feel like um, if you can, uh, and I, and I, and I, that's how I say it. Like, they're like, uh, do you know anything about this? And I'm like, I know enough to be dangerous. Yeah. Like I probably couldn't, you know, <laughs> yeah. but I know enough that I'm not going to look you know, it'll, it'll be decent by yeah. the time we're done with it, you know, yeah. whatever that looks like. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, I've always been like that. Like I Google, I'm so happy for Google, man. Shit. <laughs> I, I remember when I was like eight years old trying to ask life questions to like a Britannica fucking encyclopedia, you know, and be like, I just, I, I wish there was a place where like, I could just have answers all the time. Like, so, I, so I'm, I'm a, I'm a apt researcher. Um, when it comes yeah. to things like I'll figure shit out pretty quick. Yeah. And if not, then it'll be still pretty quick. Yeah, it'll still be quick. Yeah. Or like, yeah, if I, but I feel like that's one of the things that uh, I got really good at and that people like us get really good at and that's asking the right questions. Right. Pointed, being very directed. Yeah. And and knowing what to ask and how to ask it um, so that you can get the information that you need. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's one of the skills that that's like a very basic skill, right? It's like, uh, so if somebody comes up to you and they say, hey, I, I want you to help me out with this project, you have no clue. You know enough to ask the right questions so yeah. that you can gain the knowledge quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I it, It's always been a dream of mine to write a book about asking questions because I feel like that's just like the whole thing. This is the whole thing. Of, well, I think it's the whole thing in life. I think that yeah, man. if you're not asking enough questions, you know, squeaky wheel gets the grease. That's not a fucking idiom for no reason. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah. What's going on here, man? Yeah, there's, there's, uh, yeah, there's something yeah. to be to that. Why'd you start this? I started this um, to help entrepreneurs and small business owners specifically started with, with small business owners. Cause I, I just, I, you know, by that time I had started one company, um, a, a tax firm that I just realized really quickly, like I can do taxes and like, I'll be fine, but I do not like doing taxes. It gives me way too much anxiety. <laughs> like, sure. So, so, yeah. so by that time I'd started that company. And by that, uh, also I had, we were about three months into our CBD company and I was like, dude, this is just like, and then the pandemic hit. Right. And then the, you know, the faucet turned off and, um, metaphorically and and a lot of small businesses pulled the plug on advertising and marketing. Um, and so I wanted to give them a place where they could tell their story and their journey. Um, because like we were talking about earlier, right? Like stories sell. Yeah. And, uh, and that's one of my favorite sayings, facts, tell stories, sell. And so that's why I did it, man. I, I, and then, and then it branched out to like create other creatives. Like I've interviewed a few authors. I really like how they, you know, writing a book is nuts. Right. Something, something that I would love to do, but it's just, it's very detailed. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and or like creating 
an album, creating music. I'm like, I would love to do that too. Videography. I'm like, all oh, these dads, there's so many cool things. And like, and then behind that, right, is the passion why people do it. And I'm like, well, how'd you even get into that? Like, how'd you even start that? Like we, cause you know, we hear about people doing this on like the world stage, the big stage, but, and we champion those people for whatever reason. But then like, you got a guy who's right next door and you, and you have no clue because he won't tell you because no one may, might not have given him the platform to tell you. Right. And because we grew up like, well, don't brag and you know, right. don't, don't tell people your business. Uh, and that's kind of dumb. Yeah. So I started it and then, and then I said, let's run it. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Um, what do you think is the, um, like what goals do you have for this year? Oh, this year for, for this podcast, for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I got a few, like, I got a few goals, like personally, um, with it, we got to get into a studio. Eventually we got to get into a studio. Uh, another goal, another goal is to bring is I need to find, I want to find, uh, those special people, um, and really start making the podcast less, uh, um, scripted. So I started out how I felt like I had to start out. And that was like having a list of questions, bringing on people that I didn't know. Um, and, and some episodes were like pulling teeth for sure. sure. You know, so another goal of mine is to bring on people who we can just have very relaxed conversations who have really cool stories. Now you got, now I have a platform. Now I got a little bit of base. Uh, at least people kind of know what's going on. And so we can bring on cool people and just free, free flow, just have a conversation. So that would be another one. Okay. Too. Okay. Do you think that you're closer to those goals than you are away from them? Oh, in, yeah. Even though it's just February? Yeah, I'm closer to them for sure. Yeah, I, I, I built that network with um, with uh, like the other side of the Beehive, Dre, and a few of these other guys, Will, a few of these 27th Hour podcasts, these guys. Um, and so just to be able to like bring on people who have a lot to say and, and get them on here. And, and I feel like, I feel like we're getting there, man. Oh shit. So, <laughs> um, okay. We'd also like to live stream. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Live streaming is fun. That'd be really fun. Yeah. Live streaming is fun. Yeah. Um, what, where do you like with the conversations that you have with folks, you have a particular advantage because you're able to extract folks stories and, um, and take from that and like, be like, okay, well damn, you know, <laughs> do you think that, uh, have you received feedback rather from your audience that you have been able to enrich their, their own lives through some of your conversations? That's a good point. Yeah, I have, I have received uh, some feedback. Um, although like not as much as I'd not, I'll tell you the first time that my first episode, I, I asked somebody and they gave me a lot of good feedback. Um, and so I kind of capitalized on that, you know, uh, we were going to interview people. We were going to talk a little, you know, explain things a little bit better. Um, but since then, um, I have gotten a lot of, I've gotten a lot of good feedback I need to do videos more. <laughs> I need sure. to do like more. that. That's probably the biggest one. So that's why the camera's here. And, um, and I'll learn how to do that a little bit better. So, yeah. Have you yeah. already released video? Yeah, we've released some of it. Okay. So we're just learning though. Like you go back to the first mm-hmm. video and it's like, oh, geez. Okay. I, cause I didn't, uh, admittedly, and that's fine. Yeah. I didn't look on YouTube. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, I have, I subscribed on, on Apple Music. Yeah. Or Apple sure. Podcasts. Yeah, yeah. 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 For sure. Um, I listened to the Sochi, uh, Adias. Um, she was cool. She's amazing. Wow. It's an incredible that, story. That lady was very, yeah. very fun to talk to as well. How are you getting in touch with folks? Because from a sales persona, I know what my answer is, but like 
mm-hmm. how are you getting in touch with folks? So I do it a couple ways. Um, at the very beginning, there was a Facebook group called Connect Utah. Uh-huh. Um, that's like a bit, their whole thing is networking. And they actually do that. It's like 20,000 people in that group. Wow. And there are, it's mostly related around business. Um, so I remember the first time I put out, I was like, dude, I'm going to put this out and like, you know, Hey, I'm looking for any business owner who wants to come on a podcast. And I for sure thought that I wasn't going to get anybody. And then I had way too many people. So that was cool. Really? Yeah, that was way cool. And then like three months later, four months later, I was like, I did it again and had the same thing. 40, 40, 50 people were like, yes, give me on. And so that's how, but then like to, to go back to like my goals for this year, now it's very much like, I'm going to go find people that I want to talk to. You know, I have like a little bit of, a little bit of credibility. You know, I got a few episodes underneath, um, you know, trying to put more out on YouTube so they can see the setup, see how we roll. But yeah, dude, that's, so that's what I do now. Cool. Okay. I, I, I'm, uh, I do email marketing. Like, oh, really? Fucking a beast, yeah. dude. It's, I, I'm, yeah. Dude, email's so. not dead. Email now, is hell not no, dead. it's not dead. Shit, I, that's where I live. Yeah. That's how I get my commission checked. I, like, <laughs> I've been able to speak with some pretty crazy people, like, uh, on, like interesting entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, but like for, for guests on my podcast, I'm, uh, I'm lucky to have like, been out here as long as I have been, so I have enough skin like in this hip hop community, yeah, um, and abroad. Uh, yeah. That um, those those are those are easy. Those are layups. But for ones that I have to like that are out there, I'm just simply DMing people. Yeah, like just a regular ass reach out. Like, what's they gonna, what are they gonna say? No. Yeah. What are they gonna it's say? It's the exactly. same. It's the same mentality I have like with like sales. Yeah. Like, it's with, like it, I, yeah. I love that. By the way, either they can just. Not, <laughs> or, or if they if they do even say that they're not interested then yeah. it starts that whole yeah. sales yeah workflow of like okay yeah. well why are you not interested but <laughs> <laughs> is it is it because i don't have enough followers like yeah. um so yeah no, no, that's interesting it's in, I, I we have a similar energies yeah and yeah so yeah I, I wanted to hear what that i like i like uh i think people so i have a lot of like sales books but i think this is an interesting subject to bring up by the way like rejection this sure. idea of rejection and i feel like people are so when you read people like jeb blunt um they go back they go into like the deep psychology of like why rejection hurts and it's like your brain doesn't know the difference between your fight or flight your fight or flight kicks in and it doesn't know the difference between like you're actually dying or someone telling you no. Um, and I'm more subscribed to the fact that like, here's why people fear rejection because there's this overarching and like, I'm sure we can have a discussion about this, but there's an overarching premise of like, you have to bat a thousand in sales, right? Like everybody's going to buy from you. There's no way that they're not going to buy this. And I'm like, and I just don't, I just don't feel that like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like that at all. Just, <laughs> well, but that's why. But that's why it's easy for us to m- blow past rejection. Like, no, yeah. okay, probably would. It's either not the right probably time. Probably wouldn't work anyway, or maybe yeah. not the right time. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Whatever. All right, we'll circle back later. You took a bad <laughs> shit this morning. I don't know. It's, <laughs> right. a, it's a you thing, not me, because I'm yeah. ready when you are, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Exactly. All and that's good. why. I'm that's not worried about it. That's why rejection. But that's why some people get hurt by rejection. They should. They should have wanted this. They should have done. They should have bought. Like, no, did not. Well, yeah. Not really. Yeah. And, and it's and no one bats a thousand. In sales, it's um rejection is easy to handle. I think in more interpersonal relationships, rejection is a lot more challenging. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Have I have no I have game. I have no emotional attachments in yeah. sales. Yeah, that's true. 
um, unless I get to know you pretty well, you know, yeah. then that like I have a client right now that I'm talking to that I was really bummed on Friday or Thursday um, night because uh, it looked like we might not be able to help them. And then uh, Friday I had a chat with them and it looks like now we might be able to work with them, you know, but the reason why I was yeah. bummed out was because him and I had a really great conversation and it almost was like like a podcast episode. Yeah, yeah. And we were, I was just interviewing him about what he's done and um I, and I wish I could say his name but I I'm going <laughs> to I don't know. It's not good that if I did. But uh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just amazing. His product is amazing. Um his story is even more incredible. He's first generation like I I don't know. We just yeah, resonate so well. Yeah. So like and in business, man, being agreeable is like 75% of the process, man. Yeah, the other yeah. 25 I can work through if you're an asshole. If you're too much of an asshole, then I got to fuck, you know, you got to kick rocks. Yeah, yeah whatever, yeah, whatever, man. I, I mean, there's other people that don't care if you're an asshole. Because there's some, there's some times when, like, I don't want to sell to you. Right. Like, this is just going to be brain damage the whole way. And so, like, we don't have to do that. In fact, like, we don't have to do I this did that Friday. <laughs> I just did that yesterday with something. Like, you just kept coming back with, like, hey, can you come down on the... No. Yeah, I don't want to... You're making it. this way too much. We've, yeah. we come down here, yeah. we met this, it sounds like you're getting a killer deal somewhere, so you should go get that. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. I say that all the time. <laughs> I do it all the time. Yeah, I do that. Like, all right, sounds like it sounds like it's not going to work. Have a have a great day. Yeah. Hopefully, so hopefully they. <laughs> it's, it, I mean, it, you would you wouldn't be asking me these things if someone's already given them to you. Yeah, yeah. Or like, or like, yeah. yeah. Oh damn! I almost like <laughs> started no, going the, in. The, the, I know. As a sales guy, as a sales guy, I feel the same way because it's like, dude, um, at some point you got to cut the cord. Yeah. Well, we were talking the other day like too. I think. Yeah. Some people have an expectation for you to give them a good deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like we were talking the other day. There's, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. people that'll be like, well, you're going to lose my business over 200? Yes. Yeah, I'll lose it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Go 100%. Ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go, go down the road. You're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah, I sure the fuck will. You came to me. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, who are we talking to? Yeah. 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 He's got the cards. And, and, I, and I feel like that takes a lot of like, um, I feel like you just cut through a lot of BS when you when you come from an attitude of like, of like, uh, you know, if you, I got, if you don't buy, I got 20 other people ready to go. So yeah. Like, yeah. I think rejection on the interpersonal <laughs> aspect, though, that's a whole nother conversation, right? Yeah, because and, like, and that's a different conversation uh, yeah. versus sales, right? Yeah. Because um, rejection sucks. Yeah. On that end. Yeah. yeah. Rejection yeah, sucks. It's yeah. it's It sucks more. I don't know how deep you want to go into this, but since like, I just started the do, train. Man. Whatever uh, you want to do, man. Um, I think it sucks more if you feel like you did as much as you could to make sure that it went well. Yeah. It obviously sucks less if you're a sociopath, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's why rejection sucks. Like when you're like, damn doc, I, like I gave you like, it's almost, it's like sales. Life is yeah, sales. Yeah, Life, yeah, like yeah. I don't even look at sales like sales. I, I think it's sales is like, I'm a liaison almost. And just like, yeah. like navigating someone's decision-making and being like, well, I mean, you could do that, but like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we can do this, um, more yeah, like partnering, sure. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just like sure. talking to someone, you for know, sure. and yep. just being like, well, I don't know, you know, like, yeah. do you think like, do you think this is like, do you think if you went down this path, how much more lucrative would it be if you went down this path? Like, yeah, I mean, definitely. if are you looking at it short term, then we, then you didn't know, you didn't tell me you were looking at it short term, then we can have a short term conversation. Are you looking at it long term? Then we can have a long term conversation, you know? Yeah. And it's, I think, uh, I think that with personal relationships and the rejection that comes from that, uh, interpersonal rather, um, 
that is a lot more impactful when you're emotionally attached to something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And, and I, I don't know enough about, uh, that whole science of like rejection or not in like interpersonal relationships to even know, but like, for me, it's, for me, it's, st- it always comes back to like, uh, managing your emotions and then, uh, accepting it, you know, being accountable for every, you know what I mean? 50, 50 dude, or I, sorry, excuse me, hundred, a hundred. Yeah, extreme extreme accountability. Yeah, dude. Extreme ownership. Yeah. Oh, Jocko. Yep. Yeah. Right up there. Extreme ownership. Me. So that's like if that's part of the ownership though, and that is what I'm saying as far as like you know you put in a lot. So like getting to that ownership part and then accepting it and then just moving past (laughs) it. You know what I'm saying? To take that emotional factor out. Yeah. So that you can move on. Um, yeah, yeah, but I can see yes. the rejection on an interpersonal level being, but like as far as sure, uh, on sure. business, fuck, <laughs> tell, you can tell me no all day. I don't give a shit. I'll find something else. I'll figure something. Yeah, we'll and figure if not, then out. I know when I'm being annoying. I'll peace yeah. out. Yeah, I'll see myself out, bro. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that's awesome. The, the bread was good, by the way. Yeah, Thanks, that's man. great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great, dude. <laughs> so, we don't have bread, man. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, number two, no cheese. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about, man? <laughs> that's so awesome. <laughs> So how was it for you? You said you have another project coming up, coming out this year or uh, yeah, next this year. year. I'd like to, I'd like for it to be this year. I'd like to drop two more projects this year, but yeah. um, I'm finding that uh, that might not happen. Um, yeah. Just because I want it to be, you know, done well. Yeah. You want, you want to take your time. With- yeah. But uh, yeah. So Ode is what it's called. Outwork Everyone Daily is the name of the album. Um, and it's a whole different direction than mm-hmm. Darby Hunt is. Um, it's a, it's like, um, workout music for people that don't really work out a lot. I don't know. You know, workout, it's like workout music for those that work out their brains. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, now how many songs do you have to record, um, for you, you know, how many songs, cause I know some artists, like I was talking to a couple others, like they'll record 20 or 30 songs and then, and then condense it down to 17 or something like that. Yeah. How many songs do you like to like have in your, in your bucket to, or, or do you just go for like the, you know, or do you just start with like 17 and I'm going to make 17 or what? Um, I said for this, like for this album here yeah, that I yeah, was going to yeah, only yeah. do 12 and it turned out to 17. No kidding. So, <laughs> and I've said for, Oh, that it's only going to be eight and I already know it's going to go fucking, I don't know. You know, I already, <laughs> you just I, I, know. I just, okay. I just already know that once, cause the train's already left the station as far as me recording is concerned. So, yeah. um, and so, so I don't know. We'll see. I, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking only eight tracks, but, um, but you never know. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm not, I don't really, uh, I don't work in, um, I don't like do a bunch of songs and then like, and then like will it down. I just, I just do it to what I feel. Yeah. There you go. I have a question for you. So do you, do you just record or do you, have you thought about doing any video or do you do anything live? Do you perform around town? Yeah, I just uh, I performed twice this year already uh, at Sound, Soundwell with uh, Juggy. Soundwell's getting big, man. I mean, getting, you know, it's been big. The, yeah, it's been big, but I feel like mm. they're getting more exposure now. Uh, COVID's definitely treating them well. Yeah, That's for dude. sure. Yeah. Um, once that COVID flag um, moves away. I mean, they'll be back in the rat race with everyone else again, but yeah. they're doing well. I'm not, I'm not shitting on them. Uh, yeah. they're doing well. They're doing well. They're doing well to facilitate it, which is definitely good for, uh, patrons. Like yeah, they're like, yo, I'll, I'll go to Soundwell because they were like 
cool. trying to figure it out. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I twice. Uh, I um, which has been great. I think that I'm performing again on the 25th of this month. Uh, cool. I have some music videos out on my website or my, on my YouTube. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I love, I just love the whole process. So yeah, cool. that's cool, yeah. man. That's cool. And for you, um, like what are some of the big things that you're, um, like before, before we sign off, sure. um, cause I don't want to take like all day. Uh, but before, but before we sign off, like what are, like, what are your, your message that you're trying to get out with people with, with your music, with your business? Like, well, like what, what are you trying to leave with people? Outwork everyone daily. Yeah. There you go. Set. Just yeah. do, just have fun doing it, but I'll work everyone. Yeah. Like that, that's what this, that, and, um, and be accountable. That's what Darby Hint is. So like <laughs> be accountable for your own actions. Um, yeah. Fall in love with your passion. If you have one, if you're not, then you don't need, there's some people that live life without a passion. Yeah. I, that's fine too. I mean, <laughs> it just means that you don't know what your passion is yeah. or you're not recognizing what your passion is. Maybe you're just an incredible homemaker and that's what your passion is. Recognize yeah. that. Like yeah. you can, you can maybe turn that into something or not. Yeah. No, dude, if you got a phone now, you can do whatever you want. I'm, but dude, that's the point. Yeah. Outwork yeah. everyone. Dude, just that's work everyone. sick, man. Well, I appreciate it. Tell everybody where, uh, pl- give us your plug, man. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Gabino underscore Grimes, G-A-B-I-N-O. There's no M. It's not Gambino. It's G-A-B-I-N-O <laughs> underscore Grimes. That's just G-Rhymes. Um, that's on Instagram. Uh, also on Instagram is my podcast at Short Story Bingo. Uh, again, released every Saturday um, from at uh, 10, excuse me, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard. Um on that podcast each month where I'm releasing two episodes that are stories and then two episodes there are the subset that I just started called our stories, um, which is uh, long form conversations. Um, and then, uh, follow the Friday night fallout show, which airs every Friday from 10 30 PM to 1 AM on KRCL 90.9 FM. Download the app as well, but follow us on excuse me, on Instagram at Friday night fallout. If you are an aspiring artist, hip hop uh, artist or R and B singer that would like to get your music played on the radio, please email me K R C L Nate at gmail.com. Um, and I will review it and provide feedback. Uh, make sure that they are, um, radio edited, uh, MP3s or waves, uh, to be able to, um, streamline your entry to get up played. There you go, dude. Boom. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Man.